sitting here with the amazing, with the awesome, with the very dependable <laughs> Nessa Goss. How are you doing, Nessa? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. Very pregnant still. Yes. For all of you who are still keeping track, yes, I am pregnant <laughs> and <laughs> I will still be pregnant by the end of August. Yes. Um, but we're excited. We're happy. We're happy to be here. It's it's going to be a good Wednesday, you guys. We're always so excited to be here and be able to speak the word and talk about the word because that's what we do. Yes. And um, we hope you guys have been enjoying it. It's been what now? Um, we're, about we're six, seven months. Six, seven months. Yeah, we're almost July, halfway seven. through the year, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think wow. about. Um in case you guys are wondering, we are going to try to continue, you know, um, the show throughout my maternity leave and all that stuff. We'll still have content for you guys. Mm-hmm. We'll still be doing something. Yes. So don't you worry. It may not be in the form of an hour podcast every single time, but it'll be something. Yes. So we're really excited. Thank you guys for all you listeners out there who have been hanging in with us and, you know, who go through all the breaks and stuff like that. But it's going to be good. We're going to have new guests. We're going to have old guests. We're going to do all the things. Yes. And you guys are going to love it. How was your week? It was good. What the most important thing was last week for you. Yes. So why don't you tell us what you did and what happened? It was really great. Um, we we, Like I told you guys last week, we went to go see Wicked and it was amazing. I love it. Mm. I love Broadway. It was incredible. We had a really great time, me and my husband. Um, We left the little princess at home, thankfully. (laughs) It was a good time. So we we had a, I had a really great birthday. Um, Thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. Um, We are joined once yes. again, by the incredible guests we had um, a few two weeks, weeks ago. a few weeks ago, a month ago, a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago, but I'm sure you guys will remember them from um, the amazing LGBTQ plus A episode. Um, we are joined again by the incredible Vermes, um, Caroline and Rashad. Thank you so much for coming again. Yes. Um, we genuinely missed you guys last time we were recording. I was telling us, yes. I'm like, man, I miss Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta bring them back in these seats. <laughs> and the, the this is the first time we. We've had a guest returning for the third time. So this is special. They're going to be hanging with us this week and next week. Mm -hmm. But how are you guys doing? How was your anniversary? First of all, thank you for having us again. Of course. Uh, We had a great anniversary. You want to talk about it? (laughs) Yeah, it was was a good anniversary. You know, just spent time together. Yeah. Very sweet. Yes. um, What did we eat? We ate some people. We're homebodies, so pizza. we just had a pizza, watched a movie. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, and that, hey, that's all it needs to be, honestly. Yeah. Oh we do goodness. plan on having a trip later on. So. Yes. yes. Yeah. But thank you for having us. Yes. Of We're course. so excited, and we missed you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. New best friends, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. They're stuck with us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But today, we, we're kind of doing something a little different. Um, we, we do try to keep things interesting. We try to shake things up. But our topics for the next week and the next week after that will be music. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about and dig out the roots of sec- secular music and the roots of Christian music mm-hmm. and Christian worship music and how it affects the church today. Yes. So this is going to be another two-part episode, so make sure you don't miss this one and the next one that's coming out next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, if we end today on, you know, like a weird little cliffhanger, it's because there's a two-parter, it's a two-parter, it's coming up, so you just have to be patient like the rest of us <laughs> right? <laughs> and wait for it to come out. So we're going to dive into the world of secular music, and we thought, you know, Caroline Rashad would be great for that because they are just so awesome so wise and so incredible so it's gonna get a little heavy 
Hang mm. with us. It's going to get a little weird. Hang with us. It's going to be good. We're going to have biblical scripture to back it up. Yes. It's going to be awesome. So without further ado, let's just open the floor and talk about it. Mm. So with secular music, and we're defining secular music by any type of music that is not really worship music. Yeah. So if it's not music that's trying to glorify God or if right. it's not music that um, has a message attached to it that glorifies God, that's what we're defining as secular music. Yes. Now, that is an extremely broad, yeah. you know, brush because yeah. a lot of the music out there is not, you know, worship contemporary music at all right. or hymns or anything like that. So we're we can we're talking about music from hip hop, pop music, um rock music. Mm. We're going to get into rock music. Mm. Rock music, anything like that, like any genre, country, right. anything. All of that falls under secular music. Mm. And even, you know, I guess even songs like, you know, particularly like Happy Birthday is technically a secular song. Right. So if you're wondering how we're defining that, that's how we're defining it. Um, any other type of music that is not Christian worship. So let's talk about it. Mm. Now, everyone and their mama has listened to a secular song in right. their in their <laughs> yeah. life. Yes. You know, it's not something you can really avoid. Right. Uh, you know, right. I mean, you can put some parameters. You can kind of mm. avoid it, but it's not really something, you know, you're going to walk into a... Kroger one day and hear you know secular music it's just right. it's just what's going to happen yeah. so everyone has listened to it but we really want to dive deep into the roots of secular music why it's dangerous to listen to certain artists mm. and why we need to use discernment when listening to mm. music right. that does not glorify God so I, I'm sure you've heard it a million times before you're going to hear it a million and one we're going to talk about secular music and the dangers of it in our society and within Christians yeah. and how we should approach it so talk to me you guys what do you think well first of all when talking about discernment um, the only way to get discernment is through the Holy Spirit that's and so good the Holy Spirit would never contradict scripture mm -hmm. and so that's where our discernment should come forth anybody who claims himself a Christian that's where their discernment should come from first of all because I feel like a lot of times we try to play detective mm -hmm. sometimes instead of actually asking God okay or we get into con con conspiracy theories and all these things instead of leaning on the Holy Spirit itself mm -hmm. and getting in the secret place and asking God okay Lord what are you trying to show me about this music yeah. and so what the Holy Spirit tells us what the inner man tells us is always going to uh comply with scripture it's mm -hmm. never going to contradict itself so you do have to you do need discernment when talking about secular music and, and what's secular and what's not because then there's some christians who say well happy birthday is a demonic song don't mm -hmm. sing it because it's not christian or it has but pagan roots it got pagan roots or right. this isn't which is not really like it's not it's not biblical really right. it's just like okay like it's just a secular song. Like you said, they're not all secular. Some secular songs do glorify God as far yeah. as you can make a song about, I can make a song about my wife right now and I'm playing piano and it's not a worship song, but it's a song that's glorifying God in some type of way because mm -hmm. it's talking about my marriage. Yeah. But, you know, when talking about secular music, it's very important that we add the scripture into it and talk about, okay, there's some, there's certain things we should not be listening to as Christians, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think people balk at that boundary because it seems like such a minuscule thing. And so what I kind of want to do today is discuss why it's not, mm -hmm. why it is a big deal, the music you listen to, because it does affect how you feel, um, your emotions toward other people. Mm. And I feel like we can all even kind of 
have a story where music did have a profound impact mm. on how we were feeling or how we mm. responded or reacted yeah. to a yeah. certain thing. And I feel like that's something that people don't talk about a lot, but it is something that, you know, there are reasons people pack out concerts. Right. There are reasons people, mm. you know, mm. are moved by music and mm. moved by emotions and feelings. And there's a reason that um, worship music is such a weapon in the kingdom of God. Mm. And, we've, ki- and yeah. we've kind of scratched the surface us about that topic but we've never really dug deep as to why mm. so that's that's what i want to kind of do today is just yeah. dig deep um Ness, what do you think well one thing that pastor mark at believer's church t- preaches and teaches is that music affects your soul kind of like an imprint on your soul mm-hmm. and so that's why you can listen to a song and it brings you back 15 20 years and you're mm. like oh man i remember that um or a different song triggers anger or sadness Mm -hmm. because it affects your soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he really teaches like what the music that you're listening to is going to imprint on you. So what do you want imprinted on you? Mm -hmm. Do you want Mm -hmm. it to be good things, the Lord or, you know, negativity, anger, lust, you know, all of those things. And so that's one thing for me that I don't really honestly listen to, music in general yeah. right now but definitely mainly worship music when i do mm-hmm. just because i know i get very affected by music right so i just don't listen to it that much unless i'm like i need a worship song right now right mm-hmm. um, yeah. and i definitely can tell okay i'm angry right now did i listen to some song mm-hmm. that i shouldn't like that's kind of promoting anger mm-hmm. or I'm sad right now. What did I listen to earlier? And that's how I came to the conclusion of me just not really listening to music that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just because it truly does affect me. Right. Mm. So that's what I think about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about you, Caroline? Um, I would just say that to whoever's listening to keep an open mind about what we're going to talk about as we're also going to get into sound waves and things like that. And everything is actually yeah. made out of sound waves. Mm. So that's like, Yep. It's, it's, there's a, even a mystery in it's that. Yep. But there is a power in music. Like music has a way of um, like supernaturally mm-hmm. luring you in, you know, yes. whether that's demonically, whether that's the Holy Spirit, you know, mm-hmm. using music. But yeah, that's what I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like that you mentioned sound waves. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go ahead and dive right into it. So music affects the frontal lobe. So whenever you listen to something, it goes directly into the frontal lobe, into your memory, I believe. Or the memory is in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the spinal cord? The spi- the not the spinal cord. Stem? The hippo. The hippo. Um, goodness. I can't think of the word. Sorry, you guys. Pregnancy brain. <laughs> but it affects memory and it affects the um, frontal lobe. Mm-hmm. So I like Nessa that you said, that's why sometimes listening to a certain song can transport you back. Because yeah. music and smell are very, you know, whatever you hear and whatever you smell are very attached to memory. Mm. You know, you'll it's right behind your forehead. Right. Mm. Frontal lobe. Mm. <laughs> so right behind your forehead, <laughs> the frontal lobe. So when you talk about things like brain waves and the frequency and the hertz and all that stuff, mm. which is kind of it's a tiny little bit of a history lesson. So in eighteen eighty five, the music commission of the Italian government declared that all instruments and orchestra should use a tuning fork that vibrated at forty four hundred forty hertz, which was different from the original standard of four hundred thirty two hertz around the world. So then after that, America followed suit 
1917, the AFM, the American Federation of Musicians, endorsed the Italians and adopted the new 440 hertz around the time we entered World War I. Mm. In 1953, the 440 hertz frequency became the worldwide ISO 16 standard for tuning all musical instruments. But many people didn't approve of it because it was believed to be an abomination to mankind. Mm. So there are countless studies where music has been used to not only control people, but also to manipulate emotions, feelings. And ever since adopting that new Hertz, all, if not nearly all, of the music you listen to today is played in that 443 Hertz, Mm. which is not good for your brain, not good for your system, not good for anything. And that's why they called it an abomination because they were like, okay, this is really affecting people, but ever it's been a long time that this has been changed and that this has been occurring. And then sometimes they'll even turn it up a notch where Mm. like rap music will use higher frequencies sometimes, Mm -hmm. or even certain pop music will use, you know, have you ever listened to a song that is slower and is nicer and you start kind of feeling, you kind of have like a little outside of your yeah. body experience. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. 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 You yeah. have feelings of nostalgia or wistfulness or mm. longing. And you're wondering, these aren't even my feelings. Right. Mm. These are the artist's feelings and emotions yes. being put into me. Yes. And that I didn't even experience it until I turned on the radio. Mm. Yeah. So it's very interesting when you dive deep into the history and we can't do an extreme deep dive. This is only this is only, you know, getting a little dug deep, but we can't do an extreme, you know, deep dive. But when you do go look into it and you see the effects of music and you see the effects that these artists and and even um What's his name? The rapper who passed away, um, XXX Tentacion. Tentacion. He, before he passed away and before he died, he explained the Hertz system Mm -hmm. to his followers and he talked about how Mm. musicians do manipulate it. Um, I would encourage you to seek out those videos because they're disturbing. He's talking about how, okay, Mm. if you don't know how the system works, then that's on you. If Mm. you don't know how to manipulate music and if you don't know how to do that, that's why you're not as famous as you could be because you don't understand Mm. what we're doing and what I'm doing and so and of course after saying statements like that shortly afterwards he he passed away and he died Mm -hmm. and so to talk about you know the brain waves and the frequency you have to understand that music does have an impact Mm. and music also has a purpose so whatever music you're listening to you have to know okay what is this music impact on me and what is it doing to me Mm. and what is the influence it can have over me um i remember one day you know, driving in my car and being extremely upset just for no reason, like extremely upset and then actively looking for music to affirm those feelings Mm. and to affirm being upset and Mm. to affirm being sad and to affirm Mm. being angry and feeding it. And then, you know, everyone does it. So it must be fine. And so feeding that little angry spirit in me and, Mm. you know, singing along to the words and being mad and having, you know, the emotions take over Mm -hmm. and knowing that I was purposely doing this for me. Like I was purposely doing this, purposely seeking it out because I knew, okay, I need these feelings affirmed and this music is going to get me there. Mm -hmm. So it's... we do it subconsciously and consciously, yes. I think. For Sometimes sure. it is a subconscious thing where, okay, this song has just been playing since my childhood and I totally like it and I love it and it's just catchy and it comes on all the time. Cool beans, whatever. Or this music is part of my culture. 
So no. I'm just constantly surrounded by this music right. and I'm just constantly surrounded by hearing it everywhere I go. I hear this type of music. Um, it's the music I'm used to. It's the music that plays in my car, whether that's, you know, rap music, hip hop um, or, you know, rock music because you know your dad was in the 60s and loved it and played <laughs> mm -hmm. it all the time or whether it's pop music and you're like oh well I worked in retail for m when I was 18 and that's just the music I'm used to you know whatever that is whether it's subconscious or conscious we do seek out music that affirms us as humans we tend to do that and I believe we were created that way the bible yeah. says that we were created to worship mm. And if we don't do it, then the rocks will cry out and the and nature will cry out and worship the Lord. Mm. So as humans, we were created to worship and it all comes down to, okay, what are we worshiping? Mm -hmm. What are we seeking out to affirm our beliefs, our feelings, our emotions? Right. What's going on with that and why? Mm. Yeah. Most people say like the reason why they want to listen to secular music or AKA sinful music is mm -hmm. because they want to catch a vibe. Mm. Right. I'm not saying again to clarify, not all secular music is sinful music, but the context that we're talking about is, mm -hmm. is you know, in the, sin the sinful music that the culture likes. They say they want to catch a vibe. And so what they don't realize is that the vibe that they want to catch is the same vibe that that rapper or that artist was having in the studio. Mm -hmm. um, with my wife and I's ministry, we've been graced by God to to reach like a lot of different people, even mm -hmm. people who are in Hollywood. And there was one of my videos <clears throat> a while back that about secular music that reached an artist who um, had just came out the world, but he was a pretty popular artist that went viral uh, for one of his songs. And he hit me up and he said, hey, man, like what you were saying was real and stuff like that. And I actually talked to talk with him on the phone and he was telling me some of the stuff that happens in those in those uh, studios where. They're, they're, they smoke the weed yeah. and after they smoke the weed now they feel like okay the, the music is bumping with the 808s and all that stuff and yeah. now they feel that vibe like and then they release that stuff out there and so then we start singing it or humming it not even noticing that we're it was a demon that influenced him yeah. to speak those things out. And now we're taking those same things and saying the same things with, 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 uh, with, with our mouths. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, how death and life is in the power. It, death yeah. and life are in the power in the, uh, of the tongue. Right. And so when you're speaking those things, um, especially with R and B, you're talking about heartbreak and all that stuff. And then you yeah. wonder why you can't keep a relationship or you yeah. wonder why you're dealing with lust. It's because you're listening to bumping and grinding and, and sex and fornication. And some of these guys are not even married. So yeah. why are you talking? Why am I going to listen to you talking about your fornication? <laughs> and then I'm in my marriage yeah, and I'm listening to that. Sense. Like, okay, yeah. like, you know, like, why, why am I going, you know, they call it intimate music or you can right. bedroom music. I'm not listening to that in my right. bedroom because mm -hmm. I'm not going to invite these yeah demonic spirits into my into my mind to, to, okay. to have its way in my mind so yeah. i think it's very important like you said we were made to worship god not mm -hmm. other things and these guys who claim god you know because when they went when they get the grammy yeah for uh who was it um it's so many they they, they, they <laughs> yeah. make a they make a song that doesn't glorify God, then they win the Grammy and they say, I just want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus like, is not your Lord. Right. It's like, which Jesus are you talking yeah. about? Which God are you talking about? Right. He, is it God with a big G or a little G? Right. <laughs> we you need know? to get specific. Right. <laughs> like, he's your Savior, but he's not your Lord. Because yeah. Because you, you so don't, you, you're, you're not, <laughs> you, you, you're not complying with scripture. Yeah. You know, so. Mm -hmm. 
it's very important to keep our eyes open with that. And when you talked about 808s and, and hurt, that's a deep topic. Even yeah. when my, my wife was saying how um, even the plants, is, is, the Bible is is real when it talks about that because there's different technology tools, sound wave tools that they've used yeah. to connect to plants. And you can connect it in music. Beautiful music is coming out of these plants. Yeah. They worship God all yeah. day. Yeah. You know, so like it's it's real. It's very interesting, the experiments they do on people. Yeah. To see, okay, what affects what? You know, um, what does the brain respond to? What does the brain um, light up when it hears and what doesn't? And if you think it's not a science, like if you think that they're not doing it on purpose or that they don't have some kind of background in it, you're wrong because they do like every single one of them they do whether they're christian or secular artists Mm -hmm. they all have an understanding of how music works and how powerful it is so speaking of power we need to talk about where is this power coming Mm. from what are Mm. your favorite artists subscribing to Mm. who you talked about you know oh they'll say i thank god okay which god (laughs) so let's let's talk about that um and this this topic isn't meant to scare you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no fear, right. it, it, you know, in the Lord. There's no fear or anything like that. There's right. nothing that Jesus Christ has not conquered on this earth. There's nothing. But we have to be aware of the sin that is just rampant in our world yes. that we as Christians need to know, okay, I, there are certain things I need to take a stand against. There are certain yes. things that I need to be aware of so that I can proclaim the gospel so that my ears are not you know, covered so I can hear the good word, hear the Holy Spirit in my life and hear that discernment that is so needed in this world. Mm -hmm. So this, once again, this topic is not to scare you. It's to inform you. Amen. It's to let you know, you know, okay, these things are important. These things are real and these things are relevant. So let's talk Aleister Crowley. Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know that name, (laughs) you know his work. Right. Unfortunately. So, Aleister Crowley. Let's get into it. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just while we have you guys here. So, Aleister Crowley is known as the father of modern Satanism. So, he was in the occult. He created a new religion for himself um, called Thelma. It's spelled T-H-E-L-E-M-A. Um, so I'm probably saying that wrong, but he created this new religion and pretty much it's satan- satanism. Mm-hmm. Um, Aleister Crowley has a very rich history. He, um, he was alive a million years ago and, you know, influenced a lot of our culture today. And um, his followers are called Crowleyans. And often most of the rappers, pop music artists, um, you guys forgive me. I don't listen to country music, but <laughs> I'm sure they're there too. Yes, yes, they are. They are. I'm sure they're there yes. too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most of your popular artists are Crowleyans. And anytime mm. you see someone, um, you, you see all those pictures of like Jay-Z and Beyonce or uh, these are just a few names, you know, right. Drake, um, Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. any of them who throw up the 666 six, six, six sign right. where you have a... Um, your thumb and your forefinger are touching and you have the three fingers up or, you know, when they cover one eye, like Lady yeah. Gaga does it mm-hmm. all the time or right. Nicki Minaj, you know, I'm naming all these people because you've seen it. Yes. I, I'm it's telling public, you, you've seen right. it. It's very public. Right. It's very in your face. And people yeah. think they're just signs. randomly doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, these are specific signs. Yeah. Yes, they are. 
showing that they represent something. Right. Yes. It's not just a hand signal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's physical signs of the God they worship. And yes. the um and we're not we're not talking about like the Illuminati. Right. Yeah. Like we are, but we're not. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. a separate topic. Separate topic. That's a yeah. different thing. Yeah. We're talking about music. Right. Yeah. And Aleister Crowley was a was the father of Satanism. And so whenever you see those signs and stuff, they're referencing his work. Yes. Mm. They're referencing his beliefs. They're yeah. referencing his religion and his fake God. Mm. That's what they're referencing. So um one of the quotes from uh Aleister Crowley's book, The Eye and the Triangle, which is another <laughs> Illuminati symbol. Triangle. Right. Yeah. The eye and the triangle, mm. the thing that's in on our dollar, dollar if you bills, open, on our dollar right. bills. Mm. He's everywhere, you guys. Mm. I deeply encourage mm. you to go and research this man yes. and see what he has impacted our culture. Mm. Because once again, once you start seeing the signs, you can't miss it. Right. It's, it's impossible to miss. Mm. So one of the quotes from his book that he wrote is, I say today to hell with Christianity. I will build me a new heaven and a new earth. Mm. I want blasphemy, murder, rape, revolution, anything bad. That's the eye of the triangle from 1986, page 280. Mm. Aleister Crowley hated Jesus, hated Christianity, wanted nothing to do with it. Mm. If any of your artists or stars that you've seen with those hand signals or with those, no matter what they say, no matter how good of a Christian they appear to be, no matter what God they think, no matter what God Bible verse they put in their Mm, Instagram bio, bio, know that they serve Aleister Crowley, right. follow his teachings mm-hmm. and do exactly what he says, yeah, read yeah. all his books right. and are influenced by him yeah. to produce the music that they produce. Right. Now, there are plenty of conspiracy theories and people are always like, okay, well, you don't really know. Right. Like, we can suspect that there's some kind of secret society or right. whatever, what have you. But how many signs do you need? Mm. How many proof do you need how many times do you need to see someone dressed up as literal satan on on. stage right come on yeah to convince you that they worship satan yeah and that everyone who sits and who partakes in it worships satan as well and are gladly taking part in these rituals gladly taking part in the demonic activity that they are producing how many times do you need to see someone in a robe chanting to think oh that's witchcraft (laughs) like how many times does it take to see these things and to hear the conviction of the holy spirit that oh i probably should not be listening or watching or supporting these artists who do these things and who partake in them no matter how they made me feel in my childhood no matter the connections Mm. no matter how (laughs) my emotions are affirmed by their music right Mm -hmm. let me say that again no Mm. matter how my emotions are affirmed Affirmed, by their music Yeah. yeah I want the Lord to affirm me. I mm. want God with a capital G <laughs> to affirm me of my emotions. Right. I want Jesus of Nazareth, yes. Jesus Christ, who mm. was Amen. God and Amen. who is the Holy Spirit, to affirm me and my soul and my identity. Because guess what? These artists can't come with me. Yeah. Like these people can't come with me. Yeah. They don't know anything about me, yet mm. they get my worship. They get my money. They get my attention. They get my yeah. Spotify playlist. Like they get mm. all this worship that is designated for God. And it's sad. Yes. Yeah. Like 
if we knew the God we served, we would not have any room to worship these people, yeah. these celebrities, these artists who are influencing us with their music and trying yeah. to gain our money and trying to do all these things. Like we have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Light and darkness should not mix and we should have nothing to do with even the appearance of yep. evil. Mm. Yep. Go ahead, baby. <laughs> you know? I mean, just look at the fruit of their life. That's yeah. that's what my, my wife and I we try not to get too confused, like with some of the stuff that's going on, because there's a lot of de- debates. Well, is Beyonce is it demonic? Mm-hmm. Is Drake really is it demonic? And we're like, okay, like God doesn't even want us to be that confused. He's not. It's not of the the spirit of God doesn't make you confused. It mm-hmm. gives it to you straight up. Yeah. Just look He's at the fruit of their clear. life. Yeah. Look, do, they say they profess Christ. They mm-hmm. they talk about God, but. The Bible says even those who profess the name of Christ, even those who profess to to claim God, like, shall depart from iniquity. That's scripture. Yeah. So, like, wh- if if you say you love Christ, but you're still living in, you're still talking about sin and, 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 and glorifying yeah, the sin. devil, I mean, th- why am I going to listen to your music? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about culture, especially in the black culture, we glorify Tupac. Ooh, we glorify uh notorious big yeah we glorify jay-z we glorify drake we glorify lil wayne yeah. Nicki minaj beyonce and that's why when the when god spoke to me about that video i made like he said you need to talk about it and i was like oh man like i'm yeah. gonna get a lot of this hate this is gonna upset people but, because that's their god because right it's yep. a culture thing. right they gotta yeah. you know you see guys in the church i mean i've seen it in the church you know you got the shirt with drake yeah. and you got the I mean, well, what are we doing? Like, I, I had to talk about it because I'm like, no, this is something that God is detestable in the eyes of God when we're listening to that music about mm-hmm. sex, money, drugs. And it's yeah. the beat because the beat is what's getting people hooked on that stuff because mm-hmm. the acapella, if you were to listen to it on acapella, you'd be like, man, this stuff is trash. Right. But when you put the frequency behind <laughs> yeah. it yeah. and you put the, the Ooh, sound behind it, talk about now it, yeah. it's like a little beat and you're bopping your head to a whole bunch of demonic stuff. Yes. Yeah. Filling your mind up with with, mm-hmm. with and influencing you mm-hmm. to live that way, yes, and yeah. normalizing it, yeah, in your mind and in your brain. And we're we're picking on rap music, but it's every music, yes. Yeah. Like mm. if you find yourself unsta- I like how you said that earlier. If you find yourself unstable in your relationships, yeah. if you find yourself frustrated, lustful, filled with you know these thoughts, anxiety, mm. anxiety mm-hmm. maybe turn the Billie Eilish off. Oh, come on. Maybe turn Taylor Swift down a little bit because these things are influencing you. You are taking someone else's spiritual sin and willingly listening to it, talking about it, making it your identity. And that's really what it is. When I worship God, I'm worshiping him because he is God, because he is great, because my identity should be found in him. Mm -hmm. Anytime I'm trying to align my identity with someone who like the artist we have been naming, someone who isn't even living a lifestyle that I aspire to live by. Right. Or maybe it is a lifestyle you aspire to live by right. and then yeah. you're you know, completely lost. Right. Like, yeah. you, you have to realize that these people are putting themselves in the position of God to mm. be worshipped to have their message sent out there, whatever that message may be, whether it is about sex, whether it is about drugs, whether it is about being sad, whether it is about, you know, wanting to kill yourself or whether it is about wanting to kill others or whether it is about wanting to have sex with anybody and anybody that you want. 
these are their desires that you're willingly taking instead of taking God's desires in. So it is a deep topic. And the root, if the roots aren't enough to convince you, you know, like just know that you're affecting yourself, you know, you're affecting your livelihood. You're affecting your thought process about things. Like you're, you're willingly giving yourself over to these things and there has to be discernment. And even if you're the type of person who thinks, Oh, this doesn't really affect me that bad. Mm. I can listen to it and it doesn't really hurt. I can do what I want. I can go to that concert and it's not a stumbling block for me. Uh You're still partaking in a ritual. Yes. That's the sad part. Like you don't get to back out if Taylor Swift decides to have a little coven of witches around her Mm. and starts preaching about, you know, uh, Satanism and stuff like that. If Beyonce is decked out in the outfit of a god or goddess you don't serve, but you still go to that concert while she's in the middle of her ritual, ritual yeah. you're still partaking, partaking in, in it. Sin. In yeah. sin, right. yes. And so even if you think, oh, that doesn't really affect me that way, it does. You're you're taking a stand. You're yeah. you're making yeah, a you decision are. to participate in darkness. True. And that needs to be taken yeah. more seriously. <laughs> and so to all the Christians listening. And non-Christians, because yeah. this affects you too. Yes. Because you, under- you you have to understand, okay, the roots of these things, even if I don't believe in God or heaven or hell, the roots of these things are disturbing. Yes. There are, they are very disturbing. There's nothing that Aleister Crowley has ever said that brought goodness or light into the world mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. anything that made sense. Right. There's nothing. So if you are, but specifically talking to Christians right now, if you are a Christian and you still find it hard to take down the idol of secular music, you need to be in deep prayer as to why that music affirms you more than yes. the Lord does. Yes. Why does that music fill your soul more than the word does? Mm. Why do these things have to be in your life that mm-hmm. you can't break free of them? Mm-hmm. And, you know, for some people it's drugs, for some people it's sex, but for some people it's music. Yes. And sometimes all those problems originate from mm. the music mm. you're listening to. Mm-hmm. And so true. It, it, it's, it's, it's so, it's so bad, but yeah. Pivoting back to Aleister Crowley, um, one of his famous phrases is do what thou wilt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically, basically that phrase is just summarizing, do whatever you want, do whatever satisfies your soul, do whatever that, do whatever it is that your heart desires. And we talked about it last week about the sinful nature and how, what it craves. Mm-hmm. And we talked about in detail in Galatians, what the sinful nature looks like right. and how many of you can go through that list and go through your music and see that it checks Mm. every box. The drunkenness, the lying, um, sexual immorality, Mm. um, uh, the greediness, anger, anger, hostility, all these things. Mm -hmm. The Bible is clear. It says you will not inherit the kingdom of of the Lord if you partake in these things. But I don't do it. (laughs) That's what what they'll say, though. But I don't do it. But you listen to it. You support it. Yeah, exactly. You don't support homosexuality. I mean, you don't you don't do homosexuality. But why am I going to listen to Sam Smith talking about sex and all bunch of stuff? Talk about it. This man is an open homosexual guy. Like I don't like the. and, And the thing is. These guys are talented. I'm not taking away the gifting yeah. from them. The Bible even talks about that, mm-hmm. right? How God gives gifts to men without reproach, right? Yes. So, like, they got a gift. Usher can sing. Beyonce mm-hmm. can sing. They have beautiful talent. 
they they are using their talent to glorify the devil. Yeah, yeah that's and so it's good. like yeah. I'm not gonna listen to that. Like yeah. I don't need to invite these demons into my mind, and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over now. I'm having sexual dreams, or I'm I'm Ooh, dealing with yeah, this, or there's yeah. there's mm-hmm. issues in the marriage, or there's yeah, issues yeah. with my relationships. Why? Because you're listening to this rap music about drugs and so killing good. people and stuff like that. So yeah. that's why your anger is on level on 100. You, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm true. saying? Like. You gotta cut the cut the, cut out the music and yeah. like you yeah. said, if you're a Christian struggling with that, you know I I encourage you to not only pray but fast as well. You oh, know, take so a, good. you know, take 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 some take take a break from sexual secular music and see how you and feel. How Look changes. at the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Try it out. <laughs> try it yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. And what's funny is that there are some Christians who have been in the faith for a really long time and I'm just, I'm just picking on her um, mm. just because she's been open about it mm. and she's mm. talked about it more publicly. Right. Um, Jackie Hill Perry. Yes. Yeah. She recently has started to come out against Beyonce and mm. against all secular music. And she says, I didn't realize how big of an idol it was for me mm. until God told me to put it down. Right. And until God told me wow. this mm-hmm has to go. Yeah. And um, she's talked about it. And this woman's been preaching the gospel mm. for a while, you yeah. know, like she completely transformed her life. She completely changed. Yeah. But she was still holding on to a cultural idol mm. instead of to what God really had. And yeah. so I like that you said fast, because really, once you start hearing it, yes, you can't go back. Right. You really can't. Right. Um, I was in my car the other day, I'm always in my car. <laughs> but I was in my car the other day, and I was listening to something from Katy Perry, like some mm-hmm. random Katy Perry song. And I was like, oh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> this 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 doesn't even have anything explicit go. in it. Like yeah. it doesn't even have, you know, like a bunch of it doesn't even talk about sex or, you know, stuff like that explicitly. But it's making me feel a certain type of way right. that I don't want to feel. Right. So I got to turn it off. Mm. I have to switch it off yeah. because I don't want just anything influencing me right. except for Christ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so I true. want Jesus more. Amen. Mm. Amen. I want Jesus more than I want to go Amen. to an heiress tour. Come, Come on. on. I want Jesus more than I want Beyonce. Mm. <laughs> I want Jesus more than being indo- indoctrinated with the culture of rap music and hip hop and Airbnb and all this stuff. Mm. I want Jesus more than the rock music that I grew up listening to mm-hmm. that have serious Aleister Crowley yes. deep roots. Right. Oh gosh, you guys mm-hmm. go look into rock music. It's oh. a whole thing. <laughs> One thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, one question I would just want whoever's listening and who's listening to worldly sinful music is, um, you know, why are you listening to something y- you want to get delivered from? Mm. You know, like, well, why are you listening to lustful music, but you want to get delivered from lust? Mm. Why are you listening to, um, you know, whatever, like violence and you mm-hmm. want to get rid of murderous mm-hmm. thoughts or hate yep. for your brother? And mm-hmm. so it just doesn't make sense, especially as a Christian, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically Christians too, uh, we are held to the standard of the word of God. That's so good. Yeah. And, um, you know, in Philippians, it talks about how set your mind on, think about purity, think about anything that is noble, anything that is praiseworthy, think about these things. Mm-hmm. So I doubt that when you're listening to Usher or you're listening to Drake or Beyonce, you're thinking about holy things, mm-hmm. pure things, you know, it just, it just doesn't make sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, 
Oh, the deliverance. It's so good. Um, thank you for bringing that point. I think it's very interesting when a secular artist, and so we're, we're, we're reaching the close because right. we, we've laid out a, a pretty good little foundation, but we're going to kind of segue. But when you're talking about artists that have proclaimed to make a change, mm-hmm. right, or they proclaimed, okay, I want to serve Jesus now, um, like, and for examples, I'm talking about like Justin Bieber yes, yeah. or Kanye, yeah. who's a more public, right. he was, he was definitely a more public with his Sunday right. services yeah, and stuff and like that. that stuff, yeah. Um, and I guess that's, you know, another deeper talk, topic for the day. But <laughs> when you talk about those people and how they proclaim Jesus from the pulpit, they go to Hillsong, they go to all these churches or they start their own thing, but the fruit still looks the same. Mm-hmm. The lifestyle still looks the same. The things mm. they're singing still looks the same. The hurts they're using are still the same. The music they're listening to, maybe they'll partner with, you know, Chance the Rapper once in a while, but mm. it's still the same. <laughs> maybe they'll go visit, you know, Tasha Cobb's church, but it's still the mm. same. <laughs> we on. have to have discernment with that. Mm-hmm. Like we can't just jump on the bandwagon yeah. whenever someone proclaims Christ. And now it's not to say we can't pray it. for them. Yes. It's not to say we don't want them delivered. Yeah. It's not to say that Jesus doesn't want every single one of these people we named yeah. delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what we're saying. Right. But we're saying as Christians, we need to have discernment and be set apart. Yes. Like our spirit should be disturbed when we hear something yes. glorifying sin yes. that God has called us to be delivered yes. from. Like we should feel something towards that. Otherwise, what are we doing? How are we going to lead people to Christ if we're doing the same things that they're doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These churches, too, you got to discern. Like, the, for We're example, get to that. <laughs> my my church, for example, and I'm not saying my church, you know, my no, it's just we're, we're a spirit-filled church, right? Yes. Just like this church, I believe this, this is the product of y'all. This is a spirit-filled yes. church. Mm-hmm. They're not going to allow anybody to just come in the church and just perform just because they say they love Jesus. They're mm-hmm. going to have to s- yeah. check the fruit of their since life. Since one is, we've talked about right. this, since one is being a Christian proclaiming Christ, right. like right. it's just more than proclaiming Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's two parts to that. It's you proclaim Christ, but you live the life too. Right. You yeah. play the part too. Yeah. You know, you can't just proclaim Christ and then no fruits. No yeah. fruits you know, at all. And then you can't just say you're all holy and not proclaim Christ because mm-hmm. you're ashamed of right. the gospel. Right. right. And so, yeah. And yeah. that's why the Bible says, many will call out, call me Lord, Lord, yeah. but I will say, I never knew you. Right, right. Depart from me, I never knew you. Because many people will proclaim the Lord, yeah, but never serve him, yeah. never follow his word, never follow the Bible, right. never proclaim scripture, never say Jesus Christ is Lord, yeah. and never yeah. do those things. And once again, we keep talking about fruit, but you really will tell by their fruit. Yeah. Now, when we get into our part two episode, I'm right. sure a lot of you are, you know, thinking to yourself, well, you don't know their heart. Mm. It's between <laughs> them and Jesus, mm. what they do, yeah. how they do it, how yeah. they, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. to that, I will say, yes, the Lord knows their heart, but the Bible says to test every spirit. Yeah. Yes. The Bible says to have discernment. The Bible says to no false preachers and no false prophets and stay away from them. The Bible says that if you're going to take up your cross, if you're going to follow Jesus, you have to know what you're talking about. You have to be a good representation of Christ on this earth. So, and like we talked about last week about the fruits of spirit, 
you'll know them by the fruits of their spirit. Okay, do they act this way or do they act that way? There mm-hmm. are two clear ways to know. Are you acting by your sinful nature or are you acting by your um, Holy Spirit-filled nature? There are two yeah. forces. So you can easily discern and easily tell mm-hmm. yes. with the Holy Spirit's help and with the Holy Spirit's assistance and guidance. And people say like, it's those type of phrases that's, that, that weakens the body of Christ where mm-hmm. we say, God knows their heart. The Bible says, scripture says that out of the heart flows evil, evil, like adulteries, murders, uh, sexual immorality. And the heart is deceitful. And the heart is deceitful, right? So yeah, yeah, God knows their heart and your heart will always be manifest. It's not like someone makes a mistake and then you automatically call them like a sinner. But when you, the Bible says a bad tree cannot bear good fruit, neither can a good tree bear bad fruit right mm-hmm. the bird bear is it's meaning like the practice of something yeah so guys like justin bieber like we said we pray for these guys we pray for them kanye all these guys we pray for them and we hope that they come to christ but there needs to be a, a firm plumb line it needs to be a, a barrier a like hey there's a standard that you're claiming christ but you're not really living it like that mm-hmm. i pray for you i love you and you can come to, to church you can do everything but like stop openly professing Christ and not living for him. Yeah. Because there's a lot of preachers as well. Now there's like a big thing right now where um, a a popular preacher, and I'm thinking about if I should say his name or not. It's public out there. but We'll get to it. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get to them. (laughs) He he recently said um, um, that that he wants to apologize to the homosexual community because – we 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 done wrong by preaching the truth and and, and saying where mm-hmm. we firm. We're it's gonna talk about it. Also, mm-hmm. the same one who said talked about weed. Bring we, we can bring weed into the church, and, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, how many times are you gonna disrepresent God? Yeah. And I understand people can make mistakes, but there needs to be a firm rebuke and a firm line. We it don't does. stand. You don't. You're not representing the body of Christ. You're yep. representing your flesh. You're representing the enemy, and you're preaching doctrines of demons that the Bible talks about yep. in the last days. There will be people who will who will speak doctrines of devils. They're not yep. speaking from God. Right. And so it's very important that we speak those things out and so call it for what it is. And that we expose yeah. it because it cannot stay hidden. No. There, it, there's yeah. too much at stake yeah. for these kind of things to stay hidden and to not talk about them and to not speak yeah. out. Yeah. So on you that note, oh. on that note, we're going to go ahead and close this one out. Um, we will be back next week. Uh, you guys don't want to miss it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a deep dive into Christian music, into the uh, hierarchy of the church, how worship music I- um, is presented to us nowadays, mm. and we're going to just get into it. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me in this conversation. Yeah, I know it was kind of, you know, a lot, but I, I think we covered a pretty good base. And we're, we're going to keep talking about it. It's it going to be good. really good. Um, we'll see you guys next week. We're so excited. Um, let's go ahead and close in prayer, and yes. then I'll send you guys off. It's yes. going to be good. All right. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and for the discernment that he gives us. Father, I pray that we live through this life with our ears open and with our eyes open, with our hearts open. I pray that anyone who listened to this, um, any conviction they feel, that it, it blossoms into good fruit, Father God, and that people really lay down idols after hearing this and that they just continue to worship you, Lord, and turn to you, Father, as the one and only true God. I pray blessings and peace over all our listeners. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. And we'll see you guys next week.